Hey everybody, it's Synthesis with Notes Podcasts. All Notes Podcasts of All About Life LLC does not claim and is not a counseling service, life coaching company, or psychologist and does not profess to be. However, this platform is used to expose and deal with a multitude of life experiences. If you are dealing with something and need help, although we hope our podcast can assist you, we also suggest that you seek clinical and or spiritual counseling from licensed professionals. So today's topic is healing for black women. I will start out by saying that black people and our experiences are not monolithic. However, the U.S. typically views us as one. There are many issues that are impacting black communities all over the world, some good and a whole lot of bad. But today I specifically want to talk about healing for black women. Black women, we come in all different shapes, shades, educations, appearances, hair colors, beliefs. We are beautiful, resilient, fierce, beyond strong. Some of us are mothers, caregivers, fighters, survivors, prayer warriors, and we're so much more than this. We have multiple layers to us. We also have similarities, things that can bring us together, they can elevate us, and also things that can tear us apart. The problem is a lot of us do not want to talk about who we really are. So I'm going to start out today just sharing a little bit about who Cynthia Wilson is. I'm the third child of Robert and Linda from a small town south of Columbus, Ohio. I grew up in the church and was severely sheltered. So much so that when I stepped out into the real world at the age of 18, I went a little wild. I was a little unguided, you know, one step in the church and a whole lot of steps in the club. I suffered badly from daddy issues, some still to this day, always trying to find validation in men because I didn't fully understand my God worth or self-worth. I was strong on the outside but severely deep down inside, I was insecure. But on a positive note, I happen to love music. I've had a strong desire to be a mother for 18 years now. And guess what, guys? If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, guess what? Life still goes on. I've escaped the hands of death a couple of times from various car accidents, a domestic violence incident. And outside of this, y'all, I'm knocking on age 36 door and I'm still walking around with some broken baggage, trying to find ways to heal daily. I might look like I'm held together sometimes, but trust there is a lot of glue in these cracks. However, fortunately, the glue for me is my faith. What is your glue? So enough about me. Who are you? Let's get into it if you don't have an answer for that yet. Today, I'm simply going to give five key ingredients for healing for black women. And trust me, there's so many more keys than these ones I'm going to talk about. So the first one we're going to talk about today is forgiveness. Yes, a lot of us say we love to forgive and it's easy and we can forgive whatever. But can we really? You've heard it a thousand times. Forgiveness is not for the other person, but for ourselves. I personally believe that forgiveness is a two-way street. We should forgive others and we should forgive ourselves. Why? Because no one is perfect. 
we all deserve a little mercy and grace sometimes. Remember that forgiveness is not the same as acceptance. Forgiveness might also involve losing friendships, relationships, but I believe true forgiveness leads to healthy personal growth. Is there anyone that you can think about today that you need to forgive? What's currently stopping you? Take some time to really think about that and try to find ways this week to forgive anybody who needs to be forgiven. Next, we're going to talk about effective communication. Oftentimes, I hear people say they aren't confrontational. And usually these same people thrive solo, but they fail in partnerships. Don't get me wrong. You have to know how to effectively confront issues at hand too. I believe effective communication is when everyone understands the ultimate result or goal and works toward that. If someone keeps poking your arm and you express to them to stop, but they keep doing it, then the communication is not effective. You have a choice to walk away or to continue to dwell in a place of unresolved. And I know I'm not a parent, but I can imagine some parents are thinking of how you might have children who just don't like to listen. And maybe you've tried different ways to communicate with your children. Um, Maybe you took their PlayStations away, turned the internet off, had to slap them a couple of times. Don't worry, I won't tell. And you still feel like that child is not listening. You have to continue to work on ways to try to get through to them. And like I said before, or seek outside help. And I realize that everything is not cookie cutter, but always try to find different ways to work on being an effective communicator. And it's not always easy. You really do have to have someone who truly listens and understands what is being said. Then also ask yourself, are you an effective communicator? Number three, if you're writing these down, is recovery. Just like when we have surgery, get a cut, we fall, after treatment, there is a recovery time. It is also very, very imperative that we take time to recover mentally and emotionally as well. This recovery could involve rest, meditation, exercise, dancing, vacationing, turning your phone off for a day, drawing, painting, singing, disconnecting from social media. That's a big one. How many of us can do that? How long have you gone (laughs) with disconnecting from all forms of social media in a long time? Like when's the last time you took some time to truly disconnect? I can't tell you the last time when I have, I might need to do that. (laughs) But basically anything that will allow you to have peaceful rest and relaxation. Plan your recovery time and let others know who care about you only. Don't be telling everybody, only the ones who truly care about you, (laughs) that you're taking time to heal. All right, number four, let's move on. We as Black women must heal. We have to have faith. Faith moves mountains. Faith changes things. Faith helps us focus. It is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith shifts things. We must have faith that can heal. We must have faith in God. We must have an active working faith. You ever said you wanted to lose weight and the more you keep saying it, 
You're usually sitting on the couch eating pizza or ice cream or perhaps I'm telling on myself and you're just talking about going to the gym and wanting to lose weight. Who can relate? Am I the only one? Maybe. Anyway, but this is not faith. This is the opposite of faith. When you start changing your diet, exercising, walking, stretching, you know, doing all the things that will actually help you be healthy and get you ready to lose weight, that is when you know you are walking in faith. <laughs> no pun intended. But those are signs that your faith is activated. You're working towards a result. Once again, you're working towards a result. So ladies, this is number four. We must have faith. We have to have faith if we want to heal. Have I lost you? Are you still there? Is this helping? Are you healing today? Is there anything you've learned? Is there anything you can apply or share with somebody else that will help you on your healing journey? I hope. Let me know. Because if not, I'm not doing my job. And don't worry, we are almost done. So we're going to wrap it up. If you want to heal, number five, you have to have a place of peace. Now, some of you are already living peaceful lives and you're like, that's easy. I have plenty of places of peace. But a lot of us really don't. We are constantly, you know, we're going from working. We're going from extracurricular activities after work. Some of you who have multiple children, you have to go to games and recitals and all kinds of things. And you're constantly on the go trying to juggle this and that. But when do you actually have time to have a place of peace for you without interruptions? Think about that. Do you really have one? Is it consistent? Is it only something you get every four months, every week, um, every six months, once a year? What does your place of peace schedule and the actual place look like for you? So we have to have one. Please write this down. You have to have a place of peace. Why? Well, let's go a little bit into the word. Ephesians 6, 12 tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, I know you all watch the news and you're all affected by things that go on in the world. And there's a lot going on right now in case you aren't paying attention. And how often do we think we are actually wrestling with people? We think that we're wrestling with the politicians that we see on the news. We think that we're wrestling with our bosses, our coworkers, our husbands, our boyfriends, whatever it is in your life, you think you're wrestling with that person. And that's not what the word is telling us. It's telling us that we're wrestling once again with the principalities, with the powers, with the rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. And guess what, guys, you cannot keep fighting these instances in your physical form, meaning especially if you're a person of faith or if you're a Christian, you cannot curse your coworker out just because they curse you out. You can't curse your coworker out just because they get on your nerves. You can't curse your boss out just because she gets on your nerves. You cannot continue to operate like that because you're supposed to be different and you're supposed to operate different. And you have to have a place of peace, especially if you're constantly, daily, weekly 
in the midst of turmoil in various places outside of your home. And in some cases, you're dealing with it inside your home. You've got to have a place where you can spend some one-on-one time with God. Perhaps it's in a prayer closet, a worship room, your car, the bathroom stall at work, or just simply a quiet room somewhere. I know for me, it's finding a quiet place by the water and praying and meditating and reading the word. And a lot of times it takes a minute for me even to get to a place where I can completely clear my mind before being able to express or being able to listen what is God, what God is telling me or revealing to me when I'm in these places of meditation and prayer. But I have to take that time for myself weekly and sometimes daily because of just everything that is going on. And a lot of times, if you're like me, you might not have another person who you could pray with at your job or someone who is um, of the same belief or a sound mind. So you got to create those spaces. A place of peace will help you focus. It helps you regroup. It helps you operate better in this thing we call life. If you don't have one already, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Like I said already, you need to create one immediately. Create one now. Find a place where tonight you can say, hey, for 10 minutes or 30 minutes or for an hour, or it could even simply be five minutes. It could be, no, I would say do at least five five minutes. Don't do anything less than that. Um, a place where you could just spend that one-on-one alone time with God and just really listen and tune in and block out all the distractions and the noises of the world and just focus and have that quality time with him. Implement this into your life. If you haven't already, you need to do this daily and you might even need to do it hourly or by the minute. It depends what you're up against, but have that quality one-on-one time, and that place of peace that's just for you. You guys, thank you so much for listening today. This is just a brief part of Healing for Black Women. There's going to be some more of these throughout the year um, because there's so many elements and layers I still need to cover with you all. I want to get into microaggressions. I want to get into racism. I want to deal with ways that we combat different issues on our daily jobs uh, for those who are affected by issues with employers or our work. Those are all things that are coming down the line. Couldn't really get to them today, but trust and believe there's a need. And I'm going to make sure that I include this and hopefully have a guest on here that's able to talk about that as well. So There's a couple of things I just want to recap again. Today, we talked about healing for black women. Uh, We first talked about, oh goodness, what did we talk about, guys? Forgiveness, that was one. Two, we talked about effective communication. Three, we talked about recovery. Four, we talked about faith. And five, we talked about having a place of peace. So taking these five elements today and applying them to our lives, if we haven't already, can tremendously help us. And I've already explained why. (laughs) And if you need to remember, just go back through and replay this and share this podcast as usual. If you got something from it, let me know. You can email me at allaboutlifeoh 
at gmail.com. You can send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at All About Life Ohio. So once again, that's all about life oh at gmail.com is the email, or you can DM me on Instagram or Facebook at all about life Ohio. And if you have my personal page, you can message me there as well. Let me know what your key takeaway was today. Let me know if you've already been applying this to your life, something that you can share with another black woman that will help her on her daily journey. I need to know, guys, give me some feedback. You can even tell me what you didn't like about this podcast. And guess what? I'm going to listen. And if I agree with you, guess what? I'm going to make the changes. (laughs) If I don't agree, you probably won't hear any changes. But I will be open and receptive to any constructive criticism that you might have to offer. So, guys, yeah, I just need you to take a moment. Please follow me on Instagram at allaboutlifeohio. Or my personal page at Synthesis, that's spelled C-Y-N-T-H-Y-S-I-S. Once again, C-Y-N-T-H-Y-S-I-S on Instagram. Or you can follow our new Facebook pages. One, the business page is All About Life Ohio on Facebook. Or you can also follow our group page, which I believe is Facebook.com slash groups slash all about life ohio everyday freedom y'all remember to stay in tune in life's everyday melody we are all notes in this everyday journey called life Coming up next. All about life and the many ways of DJ Frost are having an event called Shades of Brown. We happen to love music, food, and seeing the black community unite and elevate. We aim to create an inimitable atmosphere that provides black arts, entertainment, and history, networking, and connecting in minority-owned business markets. Shades of Brown will take place on May 29th from noon to 7 p.m. at High Life Studios downtown at 309 Marshall Passage, Columbus, Ohio, 43215. This is a grown folks only event and it will only cost $40 for the entire day. You can purchase on Eventbrite or Cash App All About Life LLC. We will have a chattable card game, limited complimentary drinks, music and dancing, shopping, business card raffles, and oh yes, Caribbean inspired foods and a few guest artists. So perhaps you're new to the area, you're tired of your yearly cookout and want a different experience, you need a place for you and your friends to go, then Shades of Brown is the place for you. We'll see you there.